Hello everyone, this is your host Ramakrishna from Usha Investment Group LLC. Welcome back to Multifamily AP360, the show where we discuss 360 degrees views on mindset, passive and active multifamily investing. For those who are looking for tips, strategies, best and challenging experiences. Also, I request you to share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Today's our guest is Daniel Feld from Kura Home. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you. Great to be here. Sure. Likewise. And share a little bit about yourself, Daniel. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. We are based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, but we also offer franchises. Our company kind of offers two different services. One is a routine maintenance subscription. We offer that to both residential and commercial buildings. And the other 50% of our business is air duct cleaning. On a personal note, I'm uh, very interested. I probably have too many hobbies, but uh, very interested in aviation, triathlons. I have a wife and and uh, two little ones at uh, two, two years old and four weeks old. So uh, staying very busy and enjoying growing and scaling a business. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much. So what inspired you to start, you know, routine home maintenance, uh, this company, Kura Home? Yeah. So there's a, a large need for homes to be maintained as homes and, and commercial buildings and apartments are are being built. They're becoming more and more complex to keep up with code and all those things. And so different things like air exchangers, uh, you know, HRVs, ERVs are being put in place and people are not taking care of them. And so with that, their things are being neglected and they break down. So uh, I always kind of wanted to be my own boss or, or invent something that was really great. When the opportunity came up to start this company in 2016, I decided to jump all in. I, I felt motivated and encouraged. I was single at the time. So it, uh, it all kind of the stars all aligned at the same time. Cool, cool. So share me a little bit more about, you know, your company size and core values. And as the owner, how exactly you are guiding, you know, your team and what kind of, you know, business additions you are taking, you know. Yeah. So our services uh, from the air duct cleaning is pretty simple. We're coming in and cleaning air ducts. We do have a very unique way that we do it that I think customers really appreciate. But air duct cleaning is is for cleaning the air ducts. For the routine maintenance side of those 34 services, they 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 really range from as simple as greasing and oiling garage doors or cleaning that refrigerator filter or changing, excuse me, cleaning dishwasher filters, wash machine filters, delivering softener salt, changing filters. There's just so many different items that our clients can pick all the cart. And so scaling that was really important and getting the systems and processes in place to get that done. We currently have about a 600 page manual to make sure that we can train not only our technicians in, but also future franchisees. So scaling that, having the correct documentation, each house has its own file that we use that our technicians can pull up at any time on our on an iPad. And we've just continued to grow and scale that way. Um, with that, uh, one thing that's really helped us grow is we try to keep 1.5 technicians on staff for every crew we're running. So if we're running 10 crews, for example, we want to have 15 technicians out in the field. So they're always learning. They're always training in from other uh, technicians that have been here longer. And additionally, we do have a 15-minute training meeting every single morning, Monday through Friday, for our technicians so that we can address if there was a callback or an issue the other day. We want to cut that, you know, make sure that it doesn't happen as quickly as possible for the future and and make sure that we're just taking care of those things. So. A lot of little things. I know I said said a lot there really, really fast, but a lot of systems, a lot of processes, a ton of SOPs to make sure that no matter what technician comes to your home, you're getting a very, very consistent uh, service from us. As for values, I think that we could have a lot of really cool things up on the wall and talk about this and that. But at the end of the day, we always, what I always tell my technicians is we're just going to treat every customer as if they were our sister, our mom, or our grandma. And how would you treat them? How would you want them to be treated? And because some things do come up that 
you know, we try to be perfect, but we, we do make mistakes. And I always just ask the guys, like if they call me and ask, what should I do in this situation? I say, how, if it was your mom, what would you do? How would you want her to be treated? And uh, that usually really makes it so that we can treat that customer fairly and correctly and, and make sure that that problem is resolved quickly. Got it. Got it. And thank you for sharing that. You mentioned about systems and processes stuff. So how much of that is important? How much of that is helping you to grow your business? Yeah, I, I think systems and processes are the main reason why we've been able to grow because one goal that I have is I don't want to answer the same question twice. Now, of course, you have to over time, but if you train a technician in on how to drain a water heater sediment, for example, and then you have every technician doing that and you're learning how to, they're, they're going through that training program time and time again. I have not trained the last X amount of technicians how to do this because it, it's being done automatically through the system and through the process. I think that's one thing that holds a lot of people back is, is they think I'm the only one who can answer the phone or do an estimate or do the routine maintenance. And by creating systems and processes, you equip other people in your company to be successful. And a lot of times I always, I always get hesitant. I'm always nervous that someone might not do something as well as I do it. But a lot of times by the time I train someone in and I, and I give them, Hey, this is your lane. This is what you're in charge of. They end up doing it way better than I ever did because it's their, their main focus. So. Allowing people and equipping them to be successful by creating systems and processes is, I believe, one of the most important things that's needed to grow and scale your business. Okay, got it. So are those like video recordings? Yeah, we, have, we do have some video recordings. Mostly, they're, they're mostly documented in like an SOP digital format on there. And, and it'll have like a who, what, why, how, when commonly asked questions on all those things on showing. And so there's a lot of like photos in there. It's pretty rare that we need to have video, but um, just because everything, we have so many photos in those SOPs. Got it, got it. So how does that routine home maintenance benefits homeowners? I'd say the biggest the biggest thing is, is A, we're saving you time because we're taking care of all these items for you. On the financial end, we're helping all of your appliances be more efficient. So we're taking care of all those things that are supposed to be done that manufacturers recommend. And they help your warranties too, because we actually have a documented uh, proof that we clean your refrigerator coil, for example, or you know change your filters. So by taking all these care of these things, it's helping you save time because you're not having to take care of it. We're we're making your home more efficient, which is saving you money on the utility bill. When appliances are more efficient, they're going to last longer, so you're not having to and, and and stuff's expensive. You know, a lot of appliances are a thousand plus dollars. A furnace can be five, six, seven, eight grand to to replace. So it's really important to take care of your home or your apartment or commercial building, and they're becoming more and more complex. It's becoming more difficult for your everyday average homeowner or property owner to take care of these items. Got it. So what are the, some of the challenges you face when providing this home, home maintenance services? I'd say the largest, um, currently, the, the, the largest challenge that we've had for sure is finding qualified employees to be working for us. I think that if we had uh, more people that were more qualified, we'd probably be running three or four more crews. We've actually had to pull back on our marketing. We're... We typically, uh, when we've grown the business, we've spent 10 to 15% of the previous month's sales on marketing in that, in that current month. And right now, we're probably spending like 1% to 2% because we're, we can't, we're booked out a month, month and a half. And we can't even, we don't have enough people that are trained in to get that work done. And we've had like, we've fluctuated a little bit. Our company stays pretty consistent, you know, especially with those reoccurring 750 homes that we have and properties that we're visiting every three months. We stay pretty consistent, but sometimes things happen. A few, two, of my, two or three of my guys got COVID. Another one broke his foot. He's out for six weeks. And all of a sudden, like it, it, it doesn't take too long. And all of a sudden, four or five of your main guys are out and, and you really got to train people in fast. So the biggest issue for us the last two years has been finding qualified people to do a really good job uh, servicing your clients. Got it. Got it. From homeowners point of view, did you face any challenges in implementing these services? 
You know, in the beginning, there was a few challenges just by not having enough systems and processes in place. So for example, um, you get people set up on reoccurring visits and reoccurring payment. And and it sounds really simple, but finding the right software to do all those things. And so just doing all that initial research and making sure that all your systems and, and technology work together is really important as well. Uh, but I think we've gotten through a lot of those pickups. And like right now, if you know, we have 750 clients. If like 100 people called me today and said, I want routine maintenance, I think we could handle that amount, that large of an influx of, of work. So we're, we have the systems and processes in place today, but getting those, I mean, that, that, that really took a long time and, and probably delayed our growth in the early years. Got it. Got it. So right now your, your company is managing around 750 homes. So how exactly will track, you know, track your, you know, routine maintenance stuff on what kind of, you know, systems in place to, you know, manage that, you know, that orders. Yeah. So we use the CRM system called House Call Pro. That does a really nice job because we have all those clients on reoccurring visits and we can adjust those. And that does a lot of the communication with them. So reminding them, you know, three days out, one day out that your appointment's coming up and, and sending them a text message on the way. We've, uh, they, they're actually implementing a new software that'll really help us with the reoccurring payment side. Otherwise, using QuickBooks, there is a reoccurring revenue side in that that you can automatically pull funds on a, a whatever frequency you believe. I So we pull out, like, let's say you were a, a client of ours and you were $300 per quarter for us to visit your home. We would just pull $100 per month you know, so that it's, it just stays consistent. And so that's been really helpful. Um, but there's no, there isn't a, a, a specific software design for our company because we're very niche. And so we've really had to pull, pull little pieces from here and there that work so that we can, you know, successfully and um, very consistently service those customers, especially if they're on auto pay, you have to show up. You can't just not show up one month and they've already paid their $300. Like that's that's not going to be good. Got it. So you your company main uh, focus only interior maintenance or exterior maintenance also? Uh, yeah, uh, just about everything. So on the on the exterior of the home, we're not on the exterior as much because there's not as many things. But uh, cleaning the AC unit, cleaning the dryer vent, you know, checking to see if there's any issues around the home. Um, there's a few things that we do outside, but I'd say if we're at a client's home, probably eighty five percent of the time we're on the inside because we're taking care of all those machines like in the utility room and in the kitchen and in the, in the laundry room got it got it so what, what is your plans for the future of routine home maintenance stuff how do you see this yeah we for sure want to continue to grow and uh, we're right now pulling on five to seven new routine maintenance clients a week so we're growing quite quickly uh our our main growth goal is to be selling franchises. We have people from all over the country that are contacting us wanting to run a company like this. At this time, I believe we are the largest routine maintenance company in the country. So um, we have those systems and processes to handle that. And and we, we're ready to teach people how to run uh, routine maintenance at a Cura Home franchise in their area. There's roughly 195 metropolitan areas in America that have a million plus people in them. And I believe that each one could support a franchise that we're that we are offering. Got it, got it. So you 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 started this company six years back. Share me some you know good and challenging experiences. Yeah, I would say um, some of the what, what's been really really challenging is yeah you know on average you know if you, if an employee or a technician stays with you for a year that's considered really good. So for us to to keep these people on and keep them happy and satisfied, and a lot of our guys are like in their mid twenties, so they might like you might want to try and get health insurance for example, and then you go through that entire process, and then none of them sign up because they're like oh I don't need it, I don't want to spend an extra two hundred bucks a month on health insurance. So all these little things that um, of growth and and figuring out you know do we go left or right? But I would say the largest challenge that I've had when I look back through six years is in um, like COVID, going through COVID actually, that was scary, I think for everyone for about two weeks, but then our company really got really, really busy after COVID. 
and we were able to grow very fast. But um, in 2021, we added handyman services and the demand for handyman services is out of this world. And so we actually, between um, our locations, we had, it was, I believe it was 11 vans running doing handyman services in within like seven months. So it grew really, really fast, but it wasn't profitable. So we got up to 52 employees and we had to pull way back because it wasn't making money. So no matter how large your company gets, you have to continue to mine your business and you have to mine your numbers. That's extremely crucial because it's it might seem great. Like we were handyman stuff. We were getting like 12, 15, $18,000 projects. But due to hiccups, we kept on running into issues where at none of that would get to the bottom line. So that was that was really, really challenging. And so what we really learned is you have to focus on your core services, the routine maintenance package and the air duct cleaning. And when we focus on that, we run a profitable business and, and it seems to be low stress. Everything's really nice. Got it. Got it. And so can, can, you, can you also share me like, you know, best experience also in the last, you know, six years? So what exactly you achieved in in last five, six years? Yeah. Um, you know, I think hiring some people that have really, really grown through your company and you watch them and they come in at like an entry level and pretty soon they're like a, in a management position. And in a short amount of time, like some of these people grow into management positions in, in a year or 18 months or two years. So I'd say some of the most fulfilling and best experiences that I've had is watching a team member come on and they don't even realize what they're in for. And they and they really grow both both mentally and, and just skill set wise. They grow into this incredible pro- professional that is really a huge asset to your business. And it's really fun to watch those people grow and develop those skills from you know working at your company in the day-to-day stuff. Got it. So w- what is your process of hiring, you know, based uh, talent? Yeah, our our main process right now we're using like several online services to to you know attract people and get their resume in. Um, if it's a technician, we do need all different kinds of people. So from a personality trait, we need people that are quiet and shy. We also need people who are really chatty and want to talk to everyone. And so we're not as particular as about that. We are really, really focused on the customer service of the people that are coming on board. However, for our office positions and anyone who's going to be, you know, like a sales or on salary, we have a process where we're, we're having you go through a personality test. So before we even invite you in for a interview, we're having you go through that personality test and making sure that, you know, everything is in line with you have the personality of the type of person that we would hire. And that's been really, really beneficial for us because it it doesn't take a lot of time for us to send that link and have them complete the personality test. But by the time that they come in for that interview, we're only interviewing two or three people and they all are very qualified because they have the exact personality that we're looking for. Got it. Got it. Is there an impact of inflation on the services? Yeah, most definitely. Um, we've had we have had to increase our prices. A lot of our clients are um, have we we didn't lose any clients when we increased our pricing. I think they knew it was coming and we had to do that. So we we have had to increase our pricing and just to keep up with the cost of materials has gone up, the cost of labor, fuel costs um, to buy a new vehicle, all of, everything has gone up for us. And so we uh, we do unfortunately have to pass that on to the customer. We can't eat that you know in the middle of the P and L there. Got it. Got it. So what's your focus? No, I'm going forward. Yeah, my large focus is growing the franchise side of the business and also really focusing on the marketing and making sure that um, those two things are are really rock solid. We do have management in place that are helping with the hiring and the training and the day-to-day things. And so a lot of that is not as needed. You know, I if I'm not in the office, it's the phone is still answered and technicians are still servicing clients' homes and estimates are still being done. So that day-to-day stuff, but it's really working in your myself into a visionary role where I can um, really see the company growing, 
and be working on getting that franchise side of the business growing as well. So uh, as a visionary, so what exactly you will take care of? Yeah, I think it's um, attracting the right people and getting them equipped to their job successfully and, and, and filling them into uh, things that need to be done at the company. So it's, it's training, encouraging, motivating, and making sure that all the departments are working smoothly together especially as we bring on that franchise, that's going to be a new part of our business. And so bringing people in, making sure that they're being trained in successfully for about the two weeks that are that they are at our office. So it's going to be a lot, making sure there's the systems and processes that are being worked properly. And just you're kind of just looking over everything. And it's, you're kind of like a, a maintenance guy when you bring your car and they just check everything on a regular basis. We're doing that by looking at the numbers, watching the schedule, um, you know, keeping a very close eye on your P&L, making sure that everything is going in the direction you want it to be going. Cool, cool, awesome. So uh, any personal habits that are helping you to be successful? Yeah, uh, most definitely. This year, my, my main goal was to listen to 52 audiobooks. Uh, so I think I'm on, I'm, I think I'm about a week behind right now. I'm on, I'm on book like 38, I think, or 39. But um, I, I have a four-week old at home, so that slowed me down a little bit. But um, my, I'd say listening to audiobooks, continuously surrounding yourself by people that are, are bigger, better, and smarter than you is extremely important so that you you feel like it's normal to want to do some of these things. I think some people look at me and they think I'm absolutely insane because I'm running a business, I have a young family, I'm trying to franchise and I'm, I'm doing these triathlons, I'm trying to do all these things. And and maybe it is crazy. But um, for me, with the people I spend time with, it's not crazy to them. You know, you're just you're, you're normal within your, your friend group. So I do a lot of things, you know, going to the gym, getting up consistently, you know, throughout eating healthy, right, drinking healthy, you know, getting that water and all these all these little things, that, but it's, I think the biggest thing that's super important is just staying consistent. Like if you go to the gym for two weeks and expect to have a six pack, I, I got really bad news for you. You know, it's not going to happen, but when you've been going for a year or two years, three years, and, and all of a sudden you really start to see that compound and, and that coming in those benefits. And it's, and, and it, that's the same with business. If you start a business and you think you're going to be making a ton of money in three months or six months, typically that's not the case unless you're really, really lucky. So staying really consistent you know, getting a little bit better each day and getting a lot of habits in place. Um, and I have a ton of them that I try really hard to stick to a re- recurring schedules. And that seems to work out really well for me. Uh, share me a few good audiobooks that you have listened this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of my favorites that I listened to that, uh, that I listened to right away was the 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. That was a really good one. Um, another good one, if you're in management position, is Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. I really like that one. Um, if you're in sales or you're ever negotiating with anyone, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss is another um, great, great one. Um, depending on on where you're at, um, like Profit First is another really good one. Um, the Pumpkin Plan is a good one. A lot of good ones. So the only book I don't recommend is Think Like a Rocket Scientist. I don't think I, I think I'm too nerdy or something. I don't know. I did not, I did not enjoy that book. That's the only one I do not, uh, that I do not recommend so far. Cool, cool. Yeah, great books, great books. And share me any personal learning or personal decision that you took have a major impact on your life. Yeah, I think um, for me, you know, one of my goals that I have is to never miss dinner with my my family, and that's that's something that I'm I'm always home for dinner, and I'm I'm willing to get up early or leave early or whatever, but I'm I'm always home for dinner. And by bringing a lot of those consistent things that I've learned through business, you know, running a home is not that much different. You know, you still need to spend a lot of time, you still need to continue dating your wife, you know, or your spouse, all these things. And so taking these, these, these goals that you have in your business, and also having goals for your personal life, so that your wife and your kids know that they are a, a top priority for you. Because if I don't have them, everything that I'm working for really does not is not important anymore. It really, it, 
it would not be nearly as important. My why would really disappear. So making sure that your home base is taken care of and you you do have goals with them. And my wife and I are working on acquiring short-term rentals. And so we're working on that together, but also just the amount of time that I spend with my kids and making sure that's quality time. I'm not on my phone. We barely ever watch TV. So we're taking a lot of things and just really valuing the the moments that we have as our family. Because so, I thought my son was born like a day ago, but he's all of a sudden, he's already two years old. So time is going by very quickly. Awesome. And how can listeners can connect with you? Yeah, I'd say the easiest way to connect with me personally is you can find me on LinkedIn. It's just Daniel Felt. F-E-L-T is my last name. You can find us online, curahome.com. That's K-U-R-A. We put a ton of stuff on Instagram and TikTok. So if you want to follow us there, we have about 13 or 14,000 followers on, on uh, Instagram. So follow us there. We're doing all the things and, and educating people on how to be better homeowners. Awesome. And thank you very much, Daniel. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Multifamily AP360. Check out the show notes and grab the freebie on our website, ushacapital.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Follow me on my social media. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Thank you.